Wow. Wow. Was that a divisional round of playoff games I witnessed over the weekend? In my time playing in the game and professional football and covering it and watching it, that's as good as it gets. Walk-off kicks to end games. Legacies built. Legacies tarnished. That's as good as it gets. That is as good as it gets. Welcome to this Football Monday. And I know for Eagle fans, your first thought is, holy shit, that was amazing. And I'm going to start it out here, guys. You know what? This is a conversation. You know what I think of Jalen Hurts. You know what I think of him, okay? I really love the kid. All the things and all the pleasantries we talk about for the entire year. But can I say something to you? I want one of those. I want one of those. Last night's Buffalo-Kansas City game at Arrowhead was freaking amazing. Those two quarterbacks are going to rule the NFL. And by the way, for the record, if you want to win a Super Bowl in the AFC, you got to go through Kansas City. Mahomes owns the, he owns the AFC. He owns the AFC. You got to beat that dude if you want to win a Super Bowl in the AFC. Aaron Rodgers. Okay, we're going to get on in what people think of him and what they're saying about him. I get it. He's 12 and 11 in the postseason. Guys, I'm going to make a point to you about his record. It's not that easy to win in the postseason. I'm not going to make excuses for him. But a blocked field goal and a blocked punt for a return for a touchdown in rain and in snow and in sleet is not going to help the case, especially when you're playing against a outstanding 49er team. Who now, for the record, I know some of you hate Jimmy Garoppolo. Every time I mention this, okay, every time I mention this to Eagle fans, you guys don't like Jimmy Garoppolo. No, I'm going to pass on him. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo is now 4-1 in the postseason, and he's now going to his second NFC Championship game in three years. I don't know about you. He didn't play all that hot, but he beat Aaron Rodgers again. And there he is in the NFC title game where he has owned the Rams. Kyle Shanahan owns the Rams, and so does Jimmy G. Paul's like, yeah, okay, I, I, all right, I like Jimmy G now. Do you know that guy's 39 and 15 and 1 as a starting quarterback, counting what he did in New England and in the postseason? He's 39, 15, and 1, and you hate him? I think you guys better screw on your caps a little better here and tighter. That guy wins ball games. That guy's just a winner here. Guys, we're also going to go over free agency today. I have a list of the free agents, top free agents I think the Eagles should take a look at and maybe some of your favorite teams should look at. I got about 13 guys here. We're going to hit on that here in a minute. But, guys, let's do this. And, by the way, please hit the like button, guys. I'm going to get to all your takes. promise you here on this Football Monday we're going to get to all your takes. 
But what we witness, as I said in the open, amazing. It's almost like the Eagles are shopping at the dollar store and some of these other teams in the AFC and in the NFC, some of these teams are shopping at Nordstrom's. Jalen Hurts, I couldn't help but think of him last night. I'm watching Josh Allen. I'm going, okay. Now, look, Josh Allen did not have a very good first year. Second year, people were a suspect. Look how much he has closed the gap between him and Mahomes. You could flip a coin and pick one of those dudes. The way Allen played, by the way, Josh Allen didn't really lose that game. The NFL overtime rules dictated who won that game. Hey, by the way, I'm not going to sit here and bitch about him. It's what it is. Okay? You win the coin toss, most likely you're going to win the game. 78% of the time, whoever wins a coin toss in overtime wins the game. It's what it is. Should it be changed? Hey, man, make a play. Stop them. You want to hear something insane, guys? How about this? Do you know it took Kansas City 13 seconds to score a touchdown and to win it in overtime, and it took the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott 14 seconds to do that final play in that game against the 49ers? You tell me who was better prepared to win a ball game. Think about that for a minute. It took Kansas City 13 seconds to go down the field and win. It took the Cowboys 14 seconds to make that last play happen, and they ran out of time. Shows you how bad play calling and situational play calling can be in a game and how great it can be if you've got your shit together. It took less time for Kansas City to score than Dallas to run that one stupid play. Yeah, Andy Reid. Guarantee you they practiced that. Guys, I know that we've had variations of this topic, but I want to ask you flat out, after what we've seen over the weekend, by the way, Joe Burrow sacked nine times. <laughs> nine times. Did not fluster him. He beats the Titans, knocks the number one seed out. He's in the AFC championship game. Holy shit. Joe Burrow has changed the culture in Cincinnati. He's changed the culture in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. They struck gold, man, with Joe Burrow. Remember when they came out? It was almost like Mac Jones talk, right? Keep an eye on that with Mac Jones. Remember what people said? Look at all those great players that uh, Joe Burrow played with at LSU. Oh, my God, man. It can't be him. Oh, it is him. It is him. Dude, that was – I mean, look at these young quarterbacks. They're studs. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Unbelievable performances. How about Matthew Stafford stepping up? How about Odell Beckham stepping up? Cooper Cup was freaking amazing in that game against the Bucs. Brady sucked for three quarters, too, by the way. All right, let's get to the topic here for the Eagles. Guys, like I said, I want one of those. Let me ask this question here, and I'm going to answer it first, and then I'm going to get to all you guys. 
Hertz has got to be a short-term answer. Or is he the long-term answer? Can he beat Josh Allen? Can he beat Josh Allen? Man. Dude, I don't see the intangibles that Josh Allen has right now in Jalen Hurts. I just don't see it. You think he runs the way that Josh Allen does? You think he has the physical size that Josh Allen does? He surely doesn't have the arm and the accuracy. Now, Josh Allen has struggled with accuracy earlier in his career. Actually, if you think about it, he got out of the gate a little slow too. He started looking at some of the accuracy issues, and they kind of creep back in a little bit. I think Ken Dorsey and that coaching staff have done a great job with him at Buffalo. They get him right back on the path again. Maybe better offensive coaching for Jalen. Dude, right. Deshaun will be out there. Is Hurts a short-term answer or the long-term answer? Man, doesn't it make you question that when you watch performances like you watched over the weekend? God, it's got to. Howie Roseman's got to be looking at it that way as well. Is Jalen the short-term answer or long-term? Jesus. I guess what's tough on this question, I guess what's tough on it is we like him so much. I think he's the short-term answer, man. He looks nothing like what we saw over the weekend. Not How about this? Is he close to Garoppolo? Let's, let's do this. Let's take him out. I don't know why we should, because we should demand that we have one of the best signal callers on the team, right? But let's just, for the sake of argument here, is he even Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you think you see Jimmy Garoppolo intangibles in Jalen? Dude, Garoppolo's 39 and 15 and 1. That dude has not lost. Now, he was on New England. And get this, though. Know this. Kyle Shanahan has a losing record when Garoppolo is not starting in San Francisco. So it's not like There's a superstar team there in San Francisco. I think there's superstar talent there, but the record speaks for itself. When Garoppolo's not on the field, that team loses ball games. He's got to be a short-term answer. He's got to be. Hit the like button. We're going to talk free agency. We're also going to talk about these overtime rules here. Daryl says, I'm a Hurts fan, but we need a gunslinger. And no, Jimmy D. Yale says, L.A. offense was rolling yesterday. Man, they couldn't stop them in the first half at all. Flex says, 22 first, 22 third, 23 first, 24 first hurts. Miles Sanders for Watson. We got all the leverage. Dude, getting a guy like A-man. Getting a guy like Deshaun Watson would change the franchise, and you would look like one of those teams. Hugh, unbelievable NFL divisional weekend. That's the best divisional round I've ever seen. Bern- Benny says, I wish the Eagles 
could have a quarterback like Mahomes and Allen. Benny, that's kind of what we're talking about here. Okay? Hey, Razor, the 49ers do own Aaron Rodgers. Remember what Rodgers said on draft day? And I'm paraphrasing here. Remember what he said? He goes like this. Well, and the questioner was asking Aaron Rodgers, what do you make of the uh, 49ers? Remember, they took Alex Smith number one overall, and they passed on Rodgers. He goes, well, he won't be as sorry as they feel because we're going to beat them. I think he's one in four versus them. Tannehill didn't rise up. That's why he got beat by Joe Burrow. Nick Foles has as many Super Bowls as Rodgers now. I'm going to make a point to that here in a minute. Philiopolis says we need to load up on D after that. Dude, I don't know how much defense you're going to need when you play a guy like Josh Allen. That guy, to me, I thought he put the performance of the weekend up. As great as Mahomes looked. Mahomes is going to get the accolades because he gets the W. But Josh Allen was spectacular. Spectacular. Undefensible. Guy's throwing 65-yard bombs down the field. In the cold. Running for 35 yards. Running tough. Leading his team back. Unbelievable. I'm I'm unbelievable. The Eagles are like the moon and the sun in difference between those teams. Matt says, I'm I'm sad as an Eagles fan. We don't close to any of those football played this weekend. Hey, I get it. You're not close to any of those teams. Agreed. Yale says, Allen is going to get injured running like that. I don't know. They're going to improve the run game as he gets older because right now, you know who he's playing like? I'm going to make a comment to you guys. Do you know who Josh Allen reminded me of last night? A younger version of John Elway. It was like John Elway. Watching Josh Allen was like watching John Elway play in his younger day. Elway ran like that, was accurate like that, had a cannon for an arm. Tough, big, physical. I'm telling you, man, those two dudes, when I see Josh Allen play, I'm looking at John Elway. What do you make of that comparison? That guy looks like John Elway. Smile says, but Jalen Hurts is a Pro Bowl alternate. Now I'm looking at how important that alternate is. (laughs) Nice job, Xander. See, Xander goes like, Xander was like, man, I want me one of those things too. Hey, you know what it's like right now if you're the Eagles? You're driving around right now in a really nice Acura Legend. Great car. Own one myself. Beautiful car. The Bills are driving around in a Bucati. The Chiefs are driving around in a Ferrari. Uh, Let's see. I would say that the Rams probably have a Jaguar. And Jimmy G, 
is more of a Humvee, like a the brand new Hummer that's like two hundred grand. Not super flashy, but very expensive. And the Eagles, nice Acura legend. Okay, <laughs> Big Chris goes. Hurts ain't no Acura. He's a fucking Yugo. <laughs> I don't even know if they make that car anymore. I don't even know if they make that car. <laughs> Wait a minute. Here's Xander. Nah, Hertz is an 04 Camry. <laughs> Holy cow. With no options. <laughs> oh, man. John Elway could run, bro. John Elway could run. Don't kid yourself. Oh, my God. Debo Samuel is a freaking beast. He's the best player in the game. That's not a quarterback. That guy can fucking play, man. I can't believe he was a nobody at South Carolina. Was that guy in the first round? There's no way John Lynch found that guy. What round was Debo Samuel? Uh, Jimmy G is a Geo. <laughs> He's more a Kia. Marina, appreciate it. Thanks for coming aboard. Okay. No, 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 no. Sydney, he is faster. Allen's faster than um than Elway. Elway, he's faster than Elway. Yes. But Elway could run in his younger day. Don't kid yourself, man. I played against him. That guy could run. Oh, man. He couldn't stay healthy in college. He's a second rounder. Man. Hey, so there's two second-rounders now that I'll always look at and go like this. That guy was a second-rounder, Derrick Henry and Debo Samuel. Wow. Dude, Bob, <laughs> that guy was just uh, unbelievable. Yeah, man, the question out of the gate here. After watching what we watched, how far away are we to the Bills and Chiefs? How many... How many players away? Or is it just, how about this? After what you saw on Sunday night and over the weekend, is it fair to say the Eagles are a quarterback away from being the Bills? Here, if Josh Allen is on the Eagles, are they in the NFC Championship game? How about this one? I'm going to go down the list. Patrick Mahomes, if he's on the Eagles, are the Eagles in the NFC Championship game? Yes. If Matthew Stafford is on the Eagles, are the Eagles in the NFC Championship game? Yes. If Jimmy G is on the Eagles, are the Eagles in the NFC Championship game? Yes. I think the only quarterback that may not put the Eagles in the postseason would be Ryan Tannehill. Because Tannehill needs a – well, then again, wait a minute. The Eagles have the number one running attack. So and, – and, and Ryan Tannehill's been to AFC championship games. If Joe Burrow's on the Eagles, they're in the Super Bowl. Philiopolis says, get a fucking quarterback. Man, if Ron Jeremy, I thought he was doing time now. <laughs> Got to be a short-term answer here, man. Isn't it sad? 
because you know what we're doing right now? Matt Corral, keep that shit. I don't, I don't want any of that. Matt Corral. <laughs> Kenny Pickett. Woo. <laughs> uh, Xander, he's got an arm. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sounds great. I want one of those guys. <laughs> hey, you know, you're walking down and you're walking past like the Ferrari shop and you're like, man, look at that thing in there. Holy cow, man. Look at that F1. Look at that baby. Nice, like cherry apple red. You know, you're looking at it. Man, that thing's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, man, right? Hey, man, is that an Aston Martin? Holy cow. Yeah. Big Seal's got to climb back in his Hummer. Not that that's a bad deal. I love my Hummer. I done. Monday through Friday, 4 to 6. Eastern. Okay. Yeah, Big Seals drives a Hummer. In case you're keeping score. Oh, man. That was something else. Hurts has got to be. He's got to be a short-term guy. They've got to upgrade that, man. Let's just be candid. Man, you're not close to competing with those. Those were fucking unbelievable performances by the winners. Come on, man. You think Kurtz gets good enough to compete with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes? But let's take a look. Hey, who are the young quarterbacks in the NFC? Can Jalen be better than Dak? Yes. Who are the young quarterbacks in the NFC? Who? Daniel Jones sucks. Um, Jordan Love, I don't know. <laughs> right? I love Richie Incognito. Trey Lance. So wait a minute. John Lynch is going to move off of Garoppolo with a 39-15-1 record. Okay, I want to see that. Good luck to you. Seals, if the Eagles added A-Rod and Adams. Oh, my God, bro. That's the ultimate dream right there, what you just said. Matt, I think it's I think this is where it may save Jalen here. The NFC doesn't really have a lot of young quarterbacks in it, does it? Outside of Dak Prescott, where do you see a young quarterback? Chicago? I don't know what Justin Fields is. I don't know who he is. I mean, Seattle? Russell Wilson's not young. Who else? Stafford? Now almost in his early 30s. Murray? Okay. Murray and Dak are the only people that Jalen Hurts is going to have to worry about. It's not real deep, is it? AFC's loaded. We haven't even talked about Justin Herbert. We haven't even thrown his name in there. Derek Carr? All those good quarterbacks in that conference? NFC has none of that. (laughs) None of it, man. Brady's 45, and he's def- he's trying to decide whether or not to come back for another year. I don't know. So maybe Jalen is good enough to get to a conference title game. There's just really not a lot of people in the conversation on the NFC side. Now, this offseason, I think we're going to see some movement. But, and, and, and watch this. If you're Deshaun Watson... Do you want to go through 
Think about Deshaun Watson for a minute. This really leads me into this here. Hey, Birdman, Vaselli, Deshaun Watson, how about this? I like that idea, Chris, sending uh, Jalen to Houston. So if you're Deshaun Watson, you want to go through Joe Burrow. You want to go through Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr. Really? The chances of you making it to a conference championship game, pretty slim. If you don't have the team and you just sign with just some normal team in the AFC, like the Dolphins, you think if you put Deshaun on the Dolphins, you're going to be in Buffalo or Kansas City? The Chargers are going to get better. Why? What? Yeah, right, Yale? It's going to be low. All right, man, I, I'm going to talk to Gary Cobb about this and see what Gary thinks, man, because that was some performance. Also going to ask him the direction of what he thinks we need to see with this football team, the Eagles, as we get into free agency and into the draft. Guys, please hit the like button. Bang that puppy. We're going to talk to Fox 29's very own Gary Cobb. We'll do it next. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
Welcome back. National Football Show. Dan Cilio here. We're going to talk to our friend Gary Cobb here in a minute. Guys, um, I, I, I want to make a point to you before we talk to Gary here on how hard it is to win in the postseason. I want to throw some records at you. I know Aaron Rodgers is 12-11 and 11 now in his postseason. But let me read some numbers to you here. Ben Roethlisberger, 13-10. and 10. Brett Favre, 13-11. and 11. Peyton Manning. 14 and 13. Russell Wilson, 9 and 7. Jim Kelly, 9 and 8. Drew Brees, 9 and 9. Steve Young, 8 and 8. And Dan Marino, 8 and 10. These are all people. With their postseason records, Young has a ring. Breeze has a ring. Wilson has a ring. Roethlisberger, too. Favre has a ring. All of these guys here don't have sterling records. And I know the first thing to do is to go like this. Well, Tom Brady. You know, I mean, you're, you're talking about a guy who's 35 and 12 in the postseason. Well, you can't, the guy's an outlier, man. Any other guy that comes to mind would be Montana, who I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is 16 and five in the postseason. Those guys had spectacular teams around them, and they were spectacular in the moment. I'm not making an excuse here for Aaron Rodgers. I'm just trying to show you how difficult it is to win when you're talking about playing in the postseason. All these guys, I mean, Garoppolo's four and one. That's exceptional. Second NFC title game in three years. It's exceptional. I mean, it really is on what he has done and how he has performed. Some would go like this. Well, some of those throws were not the best throws. It is at Lambeau. It is in the snow. And yet he still found a way to make the plays late in the game and to throw to the right guy and to give his team an opportunity to win that game, which they did. And once again, I'm not making excuses up for Rodgers, but a blocked field goal, a blocked punt for a return for a touchdown, and you had 10 guys on the field on the final play of the game when they kicked the game winner. Come on, man. All that shit is organizational, too. That's coaching. Matt LaFleur, in my opinion, is a benefit of Aaron Rodgers' greatness. Now, here's the difference, and I will agree with this on Rodgers. There's certain dudes. Look at Mahomes. Mahomes has that Brady quality to him. It's like this, right? Dude, they get in those big moments, they expand. Some guys shrink, get conservative. And they play like that. They just get conservative. Okay? But guys like Brady and some of these other guys, they play like they're playing with house money. Josh Allen was expanding. I'm watching the guy grow right in front of me as a postseason player. You can see it, can't you? You can absolutely see it. All right. 
We're going to talk about the future of the Eagles. We're going to talk about these phenomenal playoff games. And let's bring in our friend Gary Cobb from Fox 29. Gary, I, I, I was just reading everybody some stats here. And before we get into the Eagles here, I want to show you this here. Um, Peyton Manning, 14 and 13 in the postseason, his postseason record. Ben Roethlisberger, 13 and 10. Brett Favre, 13 and 11. Aaron Rodgers, 11 and 10. Russell Wilson, 9 and 8. Kelly, 9 and 8. Breeze, 9 and 9. Steve Young, 8 and 8. Marino, 8 and 10. You know, it's easy to bang on these guys, but there's just certain dudes that expand. We saw that last night's game at Kansas City Buffalo game was exceptional, yeah. those two talented guys. But doesn't this show you these records here of some of the greatest players of all time, how difficult it is to win in the postseason? Uh, no doubt about it. I mean, because, you know, and the thing is, it's the elite playing against the elite. You know, that's what we saw in that game. Uh, and I, I think that's the big thing is that you're playing against good teams. You're not playing against any mediocre people. So uh, they were really pushing each other. I mean, you see what Mahomes and, and the kid, man, Allen, you know, they were just going, you know, uh, it's almost like if Allen had the, had the ball again, there's no telling what you were going to see. He was going to do something spectacular. They were really on top of their game. I mean, but really the, the way they, they were pushing each other and the talent and the, you know, I mean, you talk about arm talent. Oh, that's why, you know, you sit in there. I mean, you know, you, you like, you know, Jalen Hurts. You see the way those guys are throwing the ball. You're going like, are you kidding me? The, what about the side? He almost threw the ball under the guy's arms, man, where you throw a sideline throw like that. And every one of them is right on the money. He's throwing the ball around the guy and he's putting it right there in the money where that's the only place he could throw it. So he threw it kind of low so Hill could go down there and get the ball. Uh, just really, he's, you know, he's, you know, he's a major, amazing talent. He's shown it for a while, but Allen is doing, I mean, I, I just wonder about him as much as he's running though. I mean, I stay healthy, you know, you got to watch it. I mean, as big as he is, you see Cam Newton, he's just as big as he is. Uh, Cam has got, you know, Cam is short in his career. So I wonder if they should have Allen running that, but he is a phenomenal talent. I mean, with his arm. And, you know, size he's got and the way he runs with the ball. But uh, Holmes is a special player. I mean, he, he's, a, he's a special guy. And with the talent he's got, see, the thing is that he's got a lot of talent with him. Because you see, he gets the ball tie kill on the run. He runs by those guys like they're all standing still. <laughs> he went, I mean, you don't see people doing that in the NFL. Because all those guys can run. He ran by every one of them. Every one of those guys. I mean, it was like a track. It was like a track meet, Gary. I mean, he 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 yeah. was just unbelievable last night. But you lead me to something here, and I want to throw this at you here with this. With you know, the topic today, we threw this out. Hey, man, we're never going to be in that conversation when you're watching arm talent, like you said. You're never going to be there. Now we talked about the NFC, and we looked at it like this: Dak Prescott. Maybe Kyler Murray. There's really not a lot of young arm talent that's in the NFC right now. They're all loaded over in the AFC. I feel for some reason though that the Eagles are dra the Eagles are like shopping at the dollar store, and some of these other teams are shopping mm -hmm. at Nordstroms. I mean, 
And this goes to Hertz here. Do you think Hertz is just a short-term guy, or do you think he's a long-term guy after you watch what you watched over the weekend? Well, you know, I don't, you know, I, I think it depends on what the Eagles get. I'll be honest with you, you know, like, uh, are they looking? Oh, yeah, they're open. You know, I mean, they're going to tell him, yeah, you know, you're our guy, uh, Jalen. You are our guy. You are our guy. And you know what? At the time when they're saying it, they're being honest. Right yeah. now, you are our guy. But they don't get into the but because, hey, if Deshaun Watson can clean up his mess, if he starts cleaning up his mess, if you don't think bring Deshaun Watson in there, you got to be kidding. You know, come on, especially they see that display yesterday. They said, this is the NFL. This is the yeah. way the NFL is going to be where you got these quarterbacks, man, gunslingers. And see, I've heard Jeffrey Lurie talk about this. This is where he's at, man. He is about the quarterback. And for him to see what they saw yesterday, that's where they're going. And then you look at a kid. We even mentioned Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's already in the AFC Championship game in his second year. I mean, come on. He's already in, in Cincinnati, NFC, Gary. Gary, in Cincinnati. In, in Cincinnati, he changed the that's culture right. in, in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. And, and, the, and the, the kid got sacked nine times or something like crazy ridiculous. Yeah. He got no line in front of him, and they still are in the AFC Championship game. So, you know, hey, it's about the quarterback, man. You know, I know, you know, and you know what you do? You know, the Eagles made it running the ball and, you know, having an athletic quarterback. And, you know, and, 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 and Jalen is going to get better. He is going to get better. It's just a matter of. If the Eagles were, were, were to get a shot at one of those guys, come on. They're going to go after the guy. If if one of them was in the draft, there would be no question about them what they would do with those three picks, you know? And that's just being honest. And, you know, you know, come on, you know the NFL, hey, the, the guy's releasing you, and he'll tell you, hey, look, if you're ever in the area, come on by, man. We'd love to see you and everything. But we got to go in a different direction. <laughs> It's business, <laughs> you know, and that's the way it is. Hey, we love you, but we got to go in a different. Di I told, I signed down as, as a job. I'm the GM. I got to put the best football team I have to, on the field. So if they were to get a shot at one of those guys, come on, get a shot at any of them. I mean, you think they're going to make a run at Deshaun Gary? You think they're going to make a? You think they're going to make a run at Deshaun Watson? And we're at home. Uh, Gary, do you think that you think they're going to make a because run at Deshaun Watson? He's the only one they could get a shot at. Okay. I uh, I think they would. If they let's see if we could reconnect here with Gary a little bit here, or the video is a little bit messed up here a little bit. What do you guys make? Do you think we should make a run at Deshaun? Man, after watching what I saw last night. Come on, man. Deshaun puts you in that room. Guys, Deshaun puts you in that room. Put the stuff aside. He can dig himself out of that stuff. You got to make a run at him, man. You got to make a run at him. You could own the NFC with that guy. Guys, 
Hey, Re. Re says, let's get Watson. Watson, Wilson, Rogers, then Jimmy G or Carr. Chris, Watson's the guy because he's 25. He's 25 years old, man. And, 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 and this is how we can all compromise this. Know this. This is how we can all compromise this. League didn't suspend him. The Texans didn't suspend him. Nobody suspended him yet. There's been nothing like that. He hasn't been indicted on anything. He's not on the commissioner's exempt list. To me, that's a freaky thing that's part of this whole story. Usually the league, when you got somebody with sexual crimes against them, man, they suspend you right away, put you on the commissioner's exempt list. And what's the most important thing? They don't pay the player. He was active the whole year. Chris says, and I agree, there's no case. Okay? Hey, hey, hey Daryl, I don't want Colin Kaepernick because I don't want a freak show I'm trying to get a quarterback and trying to win ball games. Okay? That's what I'm trying to do here. Let's go back to Gary here and get Gary's thoughts here on this. Hey, mm-hmm. Gary, you're Gary, they've got to make a play for Watson, don't you think? I think I think they've got to. Um, you know, you know, he's clearly the only guy on that kind of level that's available because a guy like that's not going to become available. I mean, you're never going to get a shot at, you know, Mahomes or Allen. They're going to lock those guys up. They're never going to get, get a shot at them. Now, because of what's happened with Deshaun Watson off the field, that's the only reason he's available. He would not be available either. So, cause when you get a special talent at that position, they lock it up, and, and you see the way the game is now. Yes, they're protecting the quarterback. That's why Brady got so mad. He got hit in the chin. Look, they're not letting you hurt that. Look, you hurt that quarterback. We, we think about getting you out of this league. Yeah. They, they do not want you hurting that quarterback. Okay, so everything's around the quarterback. And looking at it yesterday, that type of uh, entertainment, come on. I, was, I have guys don't even know nothing about football. Oh, that was a great game last night. They don't even know anything because that was great entertainment. And yes. for them to be going at it like that. Okay. So, That's right, Gary. When you see 800 yards, you and me are going to go like this. Dude, 800 yards between the two quarterbacks. That's not really a great football game, but it's yeah. highly entertaining. It's highly entertaining. I was entertained. And so if they get a shot at Watson, they could tell you 100 times, you know, uh, this and that. And Look, they're going after that kid. Uh, because he's the only talent out there that you're going to be able to get a chance to go after. And right now, if it, if things were to start moving along, and I know, I, you know, I don't, I, I, I can't say I know personally that this is going on, but I, I can assume folks are talking to lawyers, see if they could get this thing worked out, you know, um, satisfy the people that need to be satisfied that they, this thing will be put put away, then. He's the only marquee talent that's available out there where you got a special talent like that who can just put an offense on his back and say, hey, we're scoring, you know? So you can't help but but just know that, you know, uh, Jeffrey Lurie, he was sitting somewhere salivating. You know, there's no way. I mean, uh, that, that was that was that was quite an quite a performance, and as I said, now you see you know you got a guy like Joe Burrow, 
And then you look over at San Diego. They got the kid out there with the great Justin Herbert. You got all these, you know. David Carr. You got Carr. You got Herbert. You got Burrow. That's right. I mean, you've got Allen. You've got Mahomes. You know a lot of them over there in the AFC, man. Look at all that over there in that AFC. That's what Gary would make it, in my opinion. That's what would make it more intriguing for a guy like Deshaun Watson, because think about it. Yeah. If I'm Watson, do I really want to go to the Dolphins or do I want to go to Denver and have to go through Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, yeah. uh, Allen, and Mahomes? Do I want to go through that or do I go over to the NFC? Yeah. Brady's 45. He's going to retire. Rodgers right. may retire. That yeah. NFC may be wide and- open for finally Dak to get to a conference title game. Yeah. And if you put Watson on that Eagle team, Woo. They'd be in the NFC Championship game this year. That they they would they would be in the NFC Championship game this year because you know with that running attack and with him, oh man, you know you 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 definitely got a tough job as a defense. And you know I look at Stafford. Stafford's not going to be around for so much no. longer, you know. And so you 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 know if you're sitting there and you got the best quarterback in the conference, come on, every year you're in the hunt. Every year, you are in the hunt. And so that's what you would want to do if you could do that. And, and, and you, you're the only one sitting there with three first-round picks. Now, we hear a lot about a whole lot of things. But I'm telling you, if they got a shot at Watson, he is the only special talent out there that you even have any kind of shot at. And they're not going to give you a shot at those other ones. They're going to lock them up so long with these big contracts. You're not going to get any shot at those other guys. So uh, let me ask you this, Gary. Let's go here. Um, let's go into the Eagles this offseason here. Free agency starts in March before the April draft does. What is the biggest glaring need outside of quarterback and the conversation about the quarterback? In your opinion, what's the biggest need on the Eagles when they look at free agency? There's going to be quite a few names that are out there. Yeah. The cap's going to be at around 208, from what yeah. I'm understanding. So mm-hmm. if you're out there and you're sitting with those guys in that front office, what's the circle position you want to look at for this team? Uh, an elite pass rusher. You need a guy coming off the corner. I mean, if you're a marquee team, if you you know, who's going to affect the game the most? You got an elite pass rusher. Now they, and you know, they've been looking for that guy. I mean, Derek Barnett, they, they were looking for him in Derek Barnett. Now clearly, you know, the kid plays hard, you know, he, he does make some, you know, dumb penalties, but the kid plays hard. But he, come on, he's not putting up double-digit sacks. Uh, you know that um, uh, Graham is near the end of the road, so a marquee pass rusher, and that's who's going to affect the game the most from the defensive side. Look what know? Aaron Rodgers did. Look what Aaron. I mean, look what Aaron Donald did come in on. that Buck game. I mean, they, and, and even Von Miller yeah. on the other side of him. I mean, Gary. The, the difference in that ball game for about yep. three quarters for the Rams and Bucks was because they got pressure on Brady. No doubt about it. They wouldn't let him, they wouldn't let him set up. There were times guys were open. But he couldn't get the ball out of there because their line guys were hurting. And I mean, they couldn't give him any time. And they were relentless. And the thing they were doing is they were rotating too, keeping those guys fresh. But they can affect the game, meaning you can have a guy out there, couldn't cover that guy. And getting get close to covering the guy he's on, but you got a pass rush. Quarterback can't get him the ball. You know that's that's what it was, and they affect the game. So 
that's who you would like to get. They, they're going to be looking for that guy, I think, first of all. Uh, you know, and, and then they, they want to improve probably at the cornerback spot, too. And, uh, you know, eventually they're going to have to do something at linebacker, too, because the linebacker position has changed. You need a linebacker that can run. I'm talking about 4-5, four, 4-4. Four, four. he got to be able to run because if he's playing pass coverage, they're going to get him isolated on either back, uh, a, a speedy a running back, a tight end, or sometimes a wide out. So you got to have a, a, a um, an elite linebacker. And the, the best teams have these guys. They're special athletes. In there, and they can run, and they will tackle. And you need those, you need a linebacker like that, at least one of them. You'd like to get two, and uh, you'll be able to do something there. But th definitely, they they want to get that pass rusher. But what they would really like, what they're dreaming about at night, is that franchise quarterback. Oh, no doubt. You <laughs> know what? Somebody just mentioned something here. Yeah. And you know what? I I I I you know they just mentioned something in the chat over here, and I'm going to throw this at you too because I know you've heard the same thing. Uh -huh. You know, I heard somebody say that Watson made it clear publicly that uh, he doesn't want to go to Philly. Now, I, I checked with that, yeah. and it's not true from what that's I understand true. that that's not true because mm -hmm. you got to remember something. Agents and other agents of other teams, they contact media people. Yep. They throw fake news out all the time. That's right. I heard personally from Deshaun's people and from his agent and from Rusty Harden, the person that's working on this case, that everything is on the table right now for that's Deshaun right. Watson and an opportunity to play next year. So yeah. whoever reported that, it's not real and it's fake news. Is that what you're hearing? Uh, that's what I'm hearing. Um, that, uh, you know, in fact, I had somebody that uh, told me that last year that, look, he would he would come to Philly. He would go ahead. He wants to play. He would like he wants to go somewhere where he can play. And so he would come here and he would play. And uh, looking at the situation, the, the thing you elaborated on, which is the fact that the marquee quarterbacks, they're all over there in the AFC. The young ones, he would be over here and kind of would shine. And he would really he would make a difference in a football team, you know, to have a quarterback of, of that status over here when, you know, you got basically the, the best quarterback because, you know, you, you got all these other guys getting older. I mean, Rodgers is getting older. You know, uh, we, we mentioned Brady. Um, same thing with Stafford. All those guys are getting up there. And to have a young elite quarterback, that would really separate you as a football team. And you, you better believe that these other teams are going to be – would like to get them themselves. So Oh, absolutely. I think so, there's going to be a boatload of NFC teams. Yeah. That are going to sign up for him. Let me and, ask and you people something. People are going to say they're going to tread quietly though, because you know they don't want to get oh, yeah. the bad PR and everything. But they're going to have him come in, and you know that he's going to have to do some community service. He's going to have to clean up his act. They're going to do all of that, but they they're going to be willing to do all of that because Gary, how the they handle Vic? How did the Eagles handle Vic Bingo. when Vic came into Philadelphia? What was the public relations campaign on how they were able? To get, I mean, let's face it. The guy did 18 months in Leavenworth. I yep. mean, it was a horrific crime. Everybody mm -hmm. still to this day kind of holds what he did against him, this and that. How did mm -hmm. the Eagles, as a as a publicity campaign, how did they deal with Michael Vick when he came into Philly? Well, first thing is they started working before he came into Philly. Huh. I mean, on, on the what they were going to do and letting everybody know, look, 
he's going to come in and he's going to do the right thing. And he's going to, uh, you know, do service to the community and, and, and different things. And he's going to genuinely do it. And, and I got to give Michael Vick credit. He's still doing things now. Yes. And, and, uh, and, and that's way they're going to let Deshaun Watson know that, look, this is the way you're going to have to deal with this. And this is what we're requiring. Meaning like, this is all part of this contract. You're going to have to do a certain amount of community service. And we want you to donate a certain number of dollars for this service and that service, you know, to show that you're genuinely uh, sorry for what you did. I want you to genuinely show people that. And so he's going to have that side and, um, and, and he's going to have to do that. That's the way they did with Michael Vick and, and, uh, and, and it went well. And so look at how Cincinnati, look at how Cincinnati handled Joe Mixon after he broke that woman's jaw in college and they sat him. Here's a guy that was a superstar in that game with Joe Burrow over yep. the weekend. And if you remember right, he had to do all that, uh, that, that public relations work in the city of Cincinnati uh, for abuse for women, this and that. And again, it's worked out. If you get the right guy and that's willing to do those things, to me, I think communities will look at it and go like this. Here's a second opportunity. The league's yeah. notorious for second opportunities here. That's right. And, and and that's why if I'm Watson, hey, you know, I got to say, Gary, I don't think there's going to be a ton of – I couldn't see him in San Francisco because, again, it's a snowflake city. You're yeah. not going to put him in a place like that. Yeah. But in a place like Philadelphia, if the guy does the right thing, shows up to work and performs – that's the kind of city that will embrace him, right? Uh, no doubt. I mean, he gonna, they're going to give him a second shot to see him, you know, if he's really cleaned up his act. Uh, and he's going to have to be genuine about it. Uh, but, you know, uh, he does all of that. He gets out on the field. He performs. You know, it'll, it'll take a little while. But you're going to hear mainly them talking about his play as a football player. So he'll get a chance to, to clean up. Meaning he's going to get a second shot. And, you know, they, they've given a lot of people second shots. So, that's that's what'll happen, but uh, you better believe there are numerous people that are probably working and been around that the Sean oh, yeah. Watkins situation quietly. See, people around it quietly. Nobody wants to be saying, "Well, such and such is down here." No, everybody's down there treading quietly. But the talent he has, especially with just with the way you say this uh, this league is going, people are interested in Deshaun Watson. Oh, so you would agree? Watch this. I, I would say this to you. What happened last night and over the weekend, is this a fair statement that Deshaun Watson's value raised over the weekend, even with those sidebar stories that are going on? If that's me, Gary, and I'm looking yeah. at, hell, if I'm the Patriots, yeah. or I'm any of those teams that don't have one of those dudes like Josh Allen's or Mahomes or Burrow yeah. or Hugh, Herbert or any of those guys, yeah. I'd have to think that Watson's value increased on Sunday night. I, I think so, because what I said, which is he's the only one that's available. That's you right. You can't get these other guys because any team that's got them is going to lock them up in a contract to where they don't even think about letting this guy go. They don't even want to get anybody anywhere near him. They're going to give him a huge contract. It's going to be a long deal, sold up. Because when you know you got this, you got a marquee talent, you know that if you want to win, this is what you need. And so uh, an organization knows that if they want to be amongst that elite group, they need one of those guys. And and now it, it's just showing you that you need one of those guys. I mean, because the level that they were playing at. Unbelievable. I mean, but it, it, it's where the game is now, you know. And 
you got one of the guys that got that kind of arm talent that can put that ball there and they can make the reads and that one, two, three, and that ball is out there and it's on the money. You know, the, that's that's where the league is at. And those are the special players, uh, the quarterbacks, that uh, they really are running the league right now. How about this, Gary? A guy like Watson could turn Devontae Smith into a 1,200-yard receiving receiver overnight, yeah. couldn't he? That's right. That's right, because they could get into a groove where he could put that ball right there where it's supposed to be, and this kid can get open because he runs those precise routes. And so if you got an accurate passer who's able to put that ball right there, yeah, you you would have uh, quite a group right there, you know. And we'll see if it happens. But uh, like I said, you got a lot of things that I would love to be uh, a detective down there around him, saying like, uh, uh, you know, you would be running into people talking, "What are you doing down here? What are you doing down here?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, one last question here for you. Yeah. When it comes to free agency in the draft, final question for you. Yeah. What do you think the Eagles will have more of an emphasis on? Free agency or the draft going I think with all the draft assets on the draft. Uh, but I think on the offensive side, I could see them getting a veteran receiver. You know, a veteran receiver to go with the young kids they got. Uh, I could see them doing uh, somebody that is a uh, would be kind of like a stabilizing uh, uh, asset uh, in the receiver core. I could see them getting one of those guys because you don't want to draft another receiver because they they've missed a couple of them and. They got you know some young kid. Of course, you got you got Devontae Smith. You got a young talent. Even Quez Watkins with his speed and things. He got some young talent. So it's a matter. I think they would like to get a veteran receiver who they know could come in right away, and they could say, "Well, boom, that's 60, 70 catches right away." They would like to have that along with Devontae. That would be a nice mix. Absolutely, Gary. I appreciate it, my friend. This is I, – I, I've never seen a divisional round of football like I witnessed over the weekend. Walk-off kicks. This is what makes the NFL so great. Yeah. I think the divisional games and the conference title games are usually your best weekends in the NFL. Gary, next week, man, we'll catch up with you again. Thank you so much, my friend. All right. Have a good one. You got it. Gary Cobb from Fox 29. Wow. Watson. Guys, you know what? I really love Jalen. I hate when I have to preference my next comment like that. I, I hate – it's almost like a backhanded slap. You know, I really like the kid, but I don't want the kid. And I don't want to be in a position where I have to have the guy. I want to be in a position where I can go out, okay, and go after the guy I want. Xander goes like this. Stop coddling Jalen Hurts. No, I'm respecting Jalen Hurts. See, a guy puts his ass on the line for you for 15 weeks. I'm a player that looks at people that put their ass on the line like that for you. Play hard. Enjoy playing in your community. Has embraced being an eagle. And I'm just not going to just piss that over. And just kick that to the curb because you know why? I see a shiny new lure in the pond. It's not going to happen like that. I respect people for what they do when they put their ass on the line, their blood and guts, their effort, their heart and soul, their passion for their teammates, teammates' passion for him. That's just not something. You see, some media guy could just write that on a pad and think it's just words. When you actually execute that stuff, 
and you watch a guy go out there and put his ass on the line, I'm sorry, man. I just don't look at him as words. I look at him as actions. And Jalen Hurts played his ass off this year. Jalen Hurts played with limited skilled people in many positions on this team, maybe even the coaching. So to me, I don't just dismiss that. I take that into consideration what the guy did. Okay? I do. That's why when I make a comment about Deshaun Watson, trust me when I tell you, it's a hard one because you know why? Watson is an upgrade. All right. I want to hit more on this because I do think there needs to be an effort by the Eagles to push all their chips in here. And I want to hit on him more. By the way, my list of 13 free agents that I think the Eagles should identify this coming offseason here. We'll do that. Please hit the like button. You keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back. National Football Show. It's a boy Silly up. Please hit the like button, guys. Great first hour. Fast first hour. 
A lot of Deshaun Watson conversation. By the way, we ping pong back and forth. If you're brand new to the program, we bring up all the things that you guys say in the chat room here. And you guys have brought a lot today. Sydney says Hertz needs to find something and fast. Samuel says Parsons and Diggs on rookie deals helps the Cowboys out so much. Fan says, I'm nothing. I'm just trying to figure out what you're implying. Young girl sounds like a pedophile. Bro, quite frankly, if he was a pedophile, he'd be in prison, arrested. He hasn't been charged with anything. And they paid him. And he was active. And a district attorney in Houston has not charged him with anything. What are you talking about? Or is that just media bullshit again? Okay? How about some facts, dude? Midwest Eagle fan, you have no idea what you're talking about with Deshaun Watson. If that was the case, that guy would be in jail. 22 sexual assault cases? Are you fucking kidding me? That's a walking sexual fiend. That's like a rapist. You think the city of Houston and the NFL is going to allow a rapist to represent the league and to walk around on the sidelines being paid $38 million? Dumb. Dude, don't believe everything you read on the internet. It's not water and air. Go with the facts. When the guy gets arrested, I'll change my tune. And I'll do this. He's arrested. This guy's a this guy's a pedophile. But until I see jail time, like Yale says, no charges, nothing. And then when you're working on confidentiality agreements, people are going after the money, not the crime. Doesn't that worry you? Oh, I don't want the guy in jail. I just want his money. Oh, okay. By the way, I'm not making excuses for the kid. I'm just trying to be fair to the situation for both parties, the victims or potential victims, and maybe Watson's a victim in this. You don't find it weird that Deshaun Watson has been arrested. I don't know about you, but I do. That's my biggest issue with this. Oh, and by the way, out of the blue, when he says he demanded to be traded away from that racist franchise because the McNairs are known for some of the bullshit comments that they made, can't let the inmates run the asylum, Bob McNair made it very clear how he looks at his players. Like cattle. Can't talk to a black athlete or any athlete like that. Bro, I do a job for you. Pay me. Am I grateful I'm here? No, because you're paying me to be here. Not grateful. You drafted me. You signed me. You gave me a contract extension. You should be grateful I'm here. Okay, that's how I look at it. Grateful for what? You paying me and me doing my job? Hey, dude. Yeah, Keith, Twitter's gospel, right. Okay. Hey. Midwest Eagle fan, that's kind of what we're going on here, man. Right? 
Okay, my bad. Midwest Eagle fan, my bad. Let Big Seals reel it back in. We're good. We're good, man. We're good. Got you, brother. Accept my apologies. Okay? Brian says, you're speaking facts now, Dan, about Sean. But you can't tell these idiots anything. We forget that the law states innocent until proven guilty. I can't figure out what this thing is. By the way, that story about Deshaun saying he doesn't want to play in Philly is a lie. It's a lie. I've talked to numerous people around Deshaun's camp. He's going to be open to anything. No, 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 Brian, that's my fault. I mislabeled him, man. Please forgive me. That's on me, man. Sorry, brother. We need to build our, hey, all our assets on Watson, man. That's right. Dude, load it up. Load it up. Load it up. How'd you guys treat, let me ask you something, guys. No, 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 Brian, it's my fault. Guys, how'd you guys treat Vic? Oh, oh, I'm going to ask you two things here. Okay? I'm going to ask you two things here. Okay? How'd you guys treat Michael Vick? At the beginning, the middle, and the end. And how do you look at Vic today? Beginning? Give me the beginning first. James, I'm hearing they're trying to resolve this before free agency starts in March. Big Chris says we embrace Vic because of his talent. Chris, and then am I right? Okay, and then am I right when I say this? Then you got to know the kid. Chalk it up, Sports Philly says I love Vic through and through when he got here. He paid the price, we move on. Vic embraced the city of brotherly love, says Vaselli. Vic had to prove himself, and he did. Riley Cooper, I thought that was a brilliant, 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 brilliant moment for Michael Vic. Instead of being a divider in the locker room, he threw his arms around somebody who fucked up. I absolutely loved that, what Vic did. And I was covering the team from 30,000 feet. I loved what he did. Whether Riley Cooper was right or wrong, Vic said, it's okay, he's my teammate here. Everybody screws up. Everybody screws up. And you know what people probably said around the community? Wow. Michael Vick, who was in prison, throws his arms around a guy who said a racist comment. You know what that did, too, with the black players in the locker room? Well, if Vic is backing him, I'm backing him. Vic's my quarterback. Vic sees people for who they are. Okay? Hey, I get it. I'm an animal rights person. I, I, I love animals. Okay? Am I asking Michael Vic to run a PETA shelter? No. No. 
Am I asking him over for dinner? No, but I would. By the way, I think Michael Vick has paid his debt to society. I think Vick has done all the things that needs to be. I don't have a problem with Michael Vick. I don't have a problem with him. So many of you embraced him. How do you look at Vic today? How do you look at Michael Vick today? I'll tell you what. The only two teams that he mentions is Atlanta and Philly. 90 says, love Vic. Vic was that dude before prison. And his treatment to what the crime criminal justice system is supposed to embody. And he can ball. Philly legend. Vic on TV. That's right. Fox Sports has him as an analyst. Hey, Keith. I love Vic too. And I, I love dogs. Believe me, that will always be in the back of my mind. Isn't it funny? This is like kind of like our, you know what's great about us here, what we're doing? Can I tell you guys, please guys, hit the like button again. Can I tell you what we're doing? You know why I love all you guys? You know why? You know why I love all you guys? Watch this. And I'm, this is just an example. If you say you voted for Donald Trump, that means you hate you 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 hate blacks. Um, you don't believe in voting rights. What's the other one? You believe in lower taxes. I don't believe in any of that shit. You can't just package a person's personality up because of one person and maybe what that person represents. For me, I like a little bit of everybody, like B.B. King says. Okay? little bit of that, little bit of this, little bit of that. I make my own judgments. You know, it's like somebody in my family goes like this. Well, you shouldn't like that person. Why? And by the way, my relationship with that person has nothing to do with you. <laughs> hey, Dank, I believe in lower taxes, too. Thank you. And lower gas prices. Thank you. I get you. Hey, Dante, but don't do that because you'll be called, uh, you know what, an uncle, you know what. See what I'm saying? And by the way, I'm not going political here. I'm just making a point. You can't package people up in one ball because they like this or they hate that. You can't, but people do. And I know, believe me, I don't live in the country of rainbows and butterflies. I get it. Hey, Sills, you know reality? Hello, how you doing? Dante, I agree. That's how, hey, I should get a T-shirt that says fuck them. That's how I look at everything. Dude, don't talk to me like that. I'll make my own opinion up. As a matter of fact, when somebody tells me not to like a person, I actually try to get to know that person more because I want to know why there's something wrong with you that you would say that. Oh, I heard from a friend. You can't think for yourself. Come on, man. He electrocuted dogs and drowned them. Okay? I understand. It's terrible. It was terrible. Terrible crime. 
Deshaun Watson, man, after what I saw over the weekend, guys, holy cow. Rams Bucks 30-27. You let Cooper Cup loose late in the game. Stafford 366, two TDs. He was brilliant in that game. Packers and 49ers. Man, I thought, you know what I said? Didn't I not tell you? I thought Rodgers would make a play late. He didn't. Garoppolo did. I mean, block punt, returned for a touchdown. 434 left in the game. I went like this. It's over. Dank, what a weekend. Jimmy G, second. Hey, Don, Jimmy G, second NFC championship game in three years. What? Lawrence Brady sucked for three quarters. Three quarters in that game, he sucked. Still expanded himself in the fourth. Tied the game up at 27. Defense let him down. 1916, Burrow, 348, sacked nine freaking times and won the game on a walk-off kick. Good night. Good night. And how about Mahomes? 40, what was it? 36 of 40, no, 42, 36 was the game. 33 of 44, 378 and three touchdowns. That kid is something else. Super Bowl goes through Kansas City. You want to win an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl, you got you to gotta beat Mahomes. He's the standard now. Okay? Unbelievable. Oh, my God, Chris. They get, they imp- you know that. It's rated the worst O-line. Can you imagine Joe Burrow on the Eagles? Can you imagine that, man, if he was on the Philadelphia Eagles? Joe Burrow on the Eagles? Jesus criminy. Eagles, I think the Eagles would be a 14-win team. How about this? If you had Josh Allen on the Eagles, they'd be a 14-win team. If you had Mahomes on the Eagles, they'd be a 14-win team, especially in the soft-ass NFC. If 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 you had Allen, I don't know if you lose a game. Chris Allen, who had to me the guy who shined the most in the, I, I think it was Josh Allen. Wow, Allen is a special, special, special football player. Guys, he is something else, man. No doubt about it. All right. We talked about in the opening segment, we talked about whether or not that Jalen, after what we saw in the NFL games over the weekend in the divisional rounds, if he's a short-term or long-term, he's got to be a short-term because you're nowhere near those other guys. You're not even close to those other guys. I mean, just not. It's not close. It's Dollar Store and Nordstrom's. It's complete. I'm watching that game, Kansas City and Buffalo going like this. I'm shaking my head going, this is the best quarterbacking game I have seen. I I, I tried to think back. and I, I don't know if I've ever seen that a game where it went like that, where quarterbacks are perfect. Freaking incredible. Now, I want to talk about Eagle Free Agents. And some of the guys that I've targeted for the Eagles. Free agencies in March. 
than the draft in April. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the list I've named. My top 13. And I've highlighted the ones I think the Eagles should look at. Okay? Okay. Obviously, I think the number one free agent is going to be Devontae Adams. Will Green Bay let him walk out the room without negotiating? Surely they're going. I think Devontae Adams in Green Bay all is predicated on whether or not Rodgers comes back. Devontae's not going to be in a position where he has Jordan Love throwing him the ball. He already knows that kid can't get him the football. Devontae Adams wants to make it to the Hall of Fame. And Jordan Love's not going to help that. And he's not going to have any interest whatsoever in a rebuild. I don't have him highlighted for the Eagles. He's not going to come to Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts as a starting quarterback. He's just not. Now, if Watson's there, he would. That's why you have to try to figure out right away in free agency before the draft, if you're going to go after Deshaun Watson, because Deshaun Watson, what he does then is Devontae Adams going to Philly, knowing how the pack without Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers are a five-win team. They're they're gone. If Brady leaves the Bucs, they're a nine-win team. The NFC is wide open. And it's probably wide open for the Cowboys. But with Deshaun on the Eagles, you could run the division and you could run the conference. Here's a guy I did earmark for the Eagles. Teron Armstead, offensive tackle, New Orleans. Very few of these guys get on the open market like this. Okay? Very few of them. NZ Philly says, so we get Watson and a number two wide receiver, Super Bowl bound? Absolutely. With that running attack and some more pieces on defense? Yes. NZ, absolutely. Teron Armstead is an outstanding offensive tackle and is a number one rated prospect in free agency. Do you hear what the rumors are going on right now in New Orleans? Sean Payton may retire. He may not be there. And why is that? He knows how hard it is to go out and try to find one of these quarterbacks. I'm thinking this. If they can't find a quarterback, I wonder what Sean Payton's going to do. Maybe he takes a year off, goes into TV, and then picks a team with a quarterback. Think about that for a minute. Number three, and I have highlighted this. Chris Godwin, wide receiver, Buccaneers. Injured this year, not concerned about it. According to PFF, one of the top wideouts there is in the league when healthy. Now, would he be attracted with Jalen? I doubt it. Would he be attracted to Philadelphia with Watson? No doubt about it. And that running game? No question about it. Number four, highlighted this for the Eagles. Chandler Jones, edge rusher, Cardinals, at the right price. Ten and a half sacks, five of them came against Tennessee. That worries me. What was he doing the rest of the time? I know there was a couple COVID games, but to me, 
I look at that and say, okay, was he as productive as possible for this team this year? I mean, think about that. He only had five and a half sacks for the other games throughout the year. That's not a lot of production for me. So there's a little bit of um, fool's gold with that 10 and a half. Number five, cornerback, Patriots, J.C. Jackson. There's going to be some corners out there that are going to be able to be able for the Eagles to take a look at. J.C. Jackson, what you love about it is he's been coached by the greatest defensive-minded guy in the history of the league, recognizes coverages, disguises them well, can play press, man, and is a ball hawk. He's an outstanding football player, J.C. Jackson. Mike Williams I did not highlight because Mike Williams is not going to come to Philadelphia until the quarterback situation is addressed. Just not. Jalen Hurts is not going to attract any one of these wideouts to Philadelphia. So when you guys say a number two, it's not happening. It's not happening. Number seven, Marcus Williams, safety, Saints, big need for the Eagles here. Their safeties are in the same category as their linebacker play. I look at the play of the safeties this year. How many times did we see missed tackles once we saw players in the open space? And you know one thing I'll say about Jonathan Gannon's uh, defensive coverage is there were a lot of open space and a lot of guys not breaking on the ball. Now, does that come from not understanding what's being asked of them? I'm talking to players, and it took a little bit more time to close that gap, but the Eagle defense had way too many openings and so much space in the secondary. Okay? So, and he's a hitter. I want someone that knocks the shit out of people back there, too. Marcus Williams, Saints. I did not underline this guy either for the Eagles. Allen Robinson. Here's why. No one's coming to Philly with Jalen Hurts. Nobody. And if you're going to get a guy, he's taking money. Okay? Okay? I mean, he's just he's taking the money. He's just taking the money. Allen Robinson's going to go to a place that throws the football, like Los Angeles, depending on what happens in Seattle, maybe even Jacksonville, whatever coach they land on. Hey, I haven't even mentioned Trevor Lawrence, too, in the AFC. Nobody knows what Trevor Lawrence is going to look like. Look at all those quarterbacks. Zach Wilson, you don't know what these guys are going to look like with better coaching. Bucket says you can't afford good free agents if we get Watson. Why? You're 50 under the cap. 38 million? You mean to tell me you can't pay $38 million to your quarterback? What do you think this is? The XFL? Are you crazy? You're going to be around 30 to $50 million under the salary cap. You're going to have plenty of cash to go after these guys. And you can also trade some of these draft choices away for some of the, I'm talking the later rounds, twos and threes. 
And by the way, I'm the, you're not getting all these guys. That's not what I'm saying here. You're not getting all these guys. I'm ear-holing some of these players that are going to be available. Jesse Bates, you watch that kid play over the weekend, safety, for the Bengals? This kid's going to be on the open market. He can freaking play. Options, right, Chris? That's exactly what this is. Free agency, the draft in April. At number 10, Stefan Gilmore. Gilmore in 2019, you know what's funny? What you'll have is you'll have the hack media in Boston go, Stephon Gilmore can't play anymore. And I go like this, hold on, 2019, this guy was the NFL Defensive Player of the Year. He sat out with COVID in 2020, or excuse me, 21 he sat out, okay? He sat out, one of those 20 or 21, I forget which one it was. I think it was the 2021 season. He sat out or reverse, something like that. Either 20 or 2021. I'm confused there with that. Came back. They went seven and nine. Gilmore can play. Matt Rule is not doing a very good job running the Panthers right now. Okay. Chris is old, but good. I, I, I don't think he's 30. Okay, I, I think he's like 30. This is going to be a good football player here. Charlton Davis is going to get some looks. Another corner, plays for the Buccaneers and played in the Todd Bowl system. I really like this player. And I think this player is going to get, there's going to be a gigantic market for him. A huge market for this guy. Make no mistake, he's a ball hawk. He's got a Super Bowl championship. Can you imagine him on the other side of Darius Slay, Carlton Davis? Holy cow. Carlton Davis, Darius Slay, and you get you get Chandler Jones as your edge rusher going to the draft and get someone else. Your defense is set. Think about this. I get Chandler Jones at the right price. I get Carlton Davis on the other side of Slay. Then I turn around and I draft a linebacker and I draft another guy as an edge rusher or a defensive lineman. Guys, you've addressed your defense. You've addressed it. Look at what the Patriots did. This last offseason, they spent $330 million in player salaries. Why the hell do you think they did that? They had gaping holes on their team. Free agency today, you're not getting the old farts anymore like you used to back in the day. This is not trades. These are free agents. Open market free agents. You know Tyron Matthew who got hurt? on Sunday, is also going to be on the open market. Now, do I think Kansas City lets him roll? I don't. But remember, remember what you guys were saying? Money talks. You put a guy on the open market and somebody offers him $7 million in the Kansas City Chiefs because remember, remember something else about Kansas City. And with a lot of these big-name quarterback teams, 
You think Kansas City can afford a guy like Tyron Matthew at $7 million a year or $6 million a year when you're paying your quarterback $500 million? You think you could pay a guy like that that kind of money? <laughs> Sadly mistaken. He has to redo his contract every year to get guys under the cap. They had to do it with Orlando Brown this past offseason. Honey Badger is going to be on the market. It's going to be curious to see if they have the dough to do it. And here's my last guy. Devondre Campbell, linebacker, Packers. A kick and play. So the guys I earmarked and I highlighted, Teron Armstead, OT, New Orleans, Chandler Jones, edge rusher, J.C. Jackson, quarterback, Patriots, Marcus Williams, safety, Saints, Jesse Bates, safety, Bengals, Stephon Gilmore, Panthers, and Devondre Campbell, cornerback, Packers, and Carlton Davis, cornerback, Bucks. Dude. You're not getting all these guys. I'm not suggesting you are. But this is a list that Howie's going to look at and go, yeah, Chris, right? These are, all, these are all football players that still have gas in the tank. I'm not giving you guys that are on the last, like the back end of their contracts are going to suck if you sign them to a two-year and an option. These guys are all, maybe Gilmore, I would, I would back up from because – I don't know what he would have at 33. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I might, especially corners, right? And especially what the money could be. Hey, man. Hey, Razor. Gilmore on the other side of Slay. It'd be like having Darrell Rebus on the other side. This is the list right here. Just like with Be- – I guarantee you, watch this. I guarantee you Bill Belichick fills more gaps – with free agents than he does in the draft. You want to bet? He did it last year. He'll do it again, in my opinion. Okay? Now, here's the problem. With these players here and with Deshaun Watson, kind of what we've talked about today. Guys, that game was the worst thing in the world for the Eagles or other potential buyers for Deshaun Watson. I think here are the teams that the Eagles are going to have to fight off for Deshaun Watson. Dolphins? Broncos? Giants? Dolphins, Broncos, Giants. Panthers? Dolphins, Broncos, Giants, Panthers. Maybe the Steelers. But the Steelers make they made balk at it because of the character issues. That's not something Pittsburgh does. The Steelers getting the Steelers got Deshaun Watson. You can but again, why would Watson go to the AFC? Washington football team. If I'm going to a team in the NFC, I'm not going there. Shitty ownership. Daniel Snyder? Good God. Saints. Yes. 
But I think that's more earmarked for Russell Wilson. I'm going to make a prediction to you guys. I think Wilson ends up in New Orleans. All right, guys. I want to hit more on this. I want to continue the conversation here. You guys have been fantastic. Please hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome aboard National Football Show, Dan Stilio. Memorabilia. Josh Allen will get hurt. He won't win anything. Let's just say this, member Billy. If you were on the boat with Columbus, he'd have turned around. How you doing? <laughs> All right? It's the Bills, man. Come on. Hey, you know. Hey, member Billy. Hey, the world's flat. The world's flat. Throw the guy off the fucking boat. That's what I would do to member Billy. Throw the guy off the boat. Holy cow. No, no, no. It's flat, silly. Oh, like your head. It's flat. Throw the guy off the boat. That's what I would say. Holy cow. We were supposed to land. We were supposed to land somewhere else. Where the hell are we? (laughs) 
Oh, man. Hey, by the way, guess who's interviewing today for the head coaching job of the Texans? You guys ready? You got it, Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan Gannon is interviewing for the head coaching job with the Houston Texans today. I could see them hiring him. Oh, absolutely. That's right, Vaselli. Yeah, today, Jonathan Gannon interviewed. They say it went well. <laughs> hey, Chris is like, hey, everybody in Philly's going like this. There's two things I pray. That Ben Simmons, I, I pray he gets traded to the Orlando Magic. And I pray that Jonathan Gannon leaves and goes, no, thank you. Just pick your shit up and leave. Let's go Texans. <laughs> Oh, dude, if you landed Vic Fangio, man, that would change your defense. You would look like Dan Quinn's defense. W2 Allen is so good. He is such a freak show, man. There is no doubt about it. He is such a freak show. Unbelievable the way he was so perfect in that game. Did you hear that? I guess the passer rating was like a 54-year-old record for the all-time number, and it was held by Bart Starr. Both Mahomes and Allen broke it. Guy in a winning effort and a losing effort broke a record that was like 54 years old. Remember a billion? Allen will never win anything. He's a freaking bum. Got to be some. (laughs) Hey, I love guys like that. We're all good, dude. Dan, what do I think of Wink? Like, think all you guys have a great, great spin. Okay? I do. Nobody gets personal here. Send Hurts and Gannon to the Texans. Bring Watson and Fangio to the uh, Eagles. All right. Hey, I, 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 before I move on and get back in here and how we're going to construct this football team here for the Eagles here. Aaron Rodgers. What do you guys make of Rodgers getting beat 13-10 in the divisional game on on Saturday? What do you guys make of it? Debonard Dan. (laughs) Got to make it to the Super Bowl. What do you make of it? Rodgers not. You see all the haters out there today? By the way, I have nothing vested in Rodgers. Oh, special teams did them in. Picking it. it but, hey, hey, how about this? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, he's a big shit talker. He's this. Do you know why? The, why do you choke her? Okay, it's fair. Daryl. But as I name you this, Daryl, is Peyton Manning a choker? Daryl, let me ask you this. Is Peyton Manning a choker? He's 14 and 13 in the postseason. Favre's 13 and 11. Drew Brees is 9 and 9. Steve Young's 8 and 8. Dan Marino's 8 and 10. Are those guys chokers? You know, John Elway has an under like 500 record as a postseason quarterback, even with those two rings. Remember, he lost three Super Bowls. He's 2 and 3 in Super Bowl play. Okay. Just saying, I mean, it's not like these guys have phenomenal records also. I look at Aaron Rodgers and say this to him. You know, hey, 
you're right there with the rest of these guys. Brees has one Super Bowl, 500 record. Russell Wilson's 9-8, and eight, 500 record, almost. He's got one Super Bowl, too. Aaron Rodgers, 11-10. He's in the mix with the other great quarterbacks. He's just not Brady, or he's not Montana, or he's not in the postseason like Bradshaw or any of those other guys, like Aikman even. I get it. I think Troy's 9-4 and four in the postseason. Okay? Hey, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, Birdman. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. So let me, let me do this here. But you know why the media hates him? He's not vaccinated, and you know what he doesn't do? He doesn't give the mainstream media access to him. He only does the Pat McAfee show. And there he's open, and he's really open. He'll do a sit-down sometimes with Fox, but the, he's on every week with Pat McAfee. And you know what that does to media people? This guy's so snotty. Here, I'm going to do like the media guys. I was watching all the shows. He's so snotty and condescending. His ego gets the best of him. You know what it reminds me of? The nerds, when I went to high school at Stanford Catholic, used to hate all the athletes. And these guys were with the protractors and the little, like, pens and pencils that used to sit in the top up here and have the slide ruler shit. You know? You could never, ever in a million years pass calculus. I'd be like, dude, I can't spell calculus. Is it that, like, a Greek god or something? See? How many people are, are in the cabinet? I don't fucking care. All I know is that my Cheetos and my cornflakes are in the cabinet. That's all I care. No, the, see, you're not a very intelligent. Hey, God, do you know what my degree was in? My degree was in my wallet when I left the University of Miami. A $2 million contract. That was my degree. What was yours? Well, I went to work. You know, I was an intern over at Google. Yeah, the guy probably owns it now. So, hey, I'm not shitting on anybody who goes to work at Google. Okay? That's it's what it sounded like to me. Aaron Rodgers is so condescending. He's such an asshole. <laughs> it's just like they couldn't finish it off. You know, I'm so over it. Because, you know, he did. He, he just goes like this. Dave. Says, Dan, with all due respect, Aaron Rodgers is a front runner. Okay, that's fair. When things are going well, he's good. Dave, okay. You can make that comment with going like this without making it personal. Hey, when the guy's winning, he's good. When the guy's losing, he's not. He doesn't expand in moments like Brady or some of the other big – like last night, we saw two guys expand. They needed a play. They made the play. Okay, honestly. So, I mean, right, you're, you're not wrong there. But to do this and to make it part of the narrative, he's just, he's, he's just not really likable. He's not, what does that have to do with football? It has nothing to do with football. Okay. Remember, Billy goes, Roger scores three points after the first possession of the, hey, remember, Billy, um, if you watch that entire football game, you had a field goal blocked and you had a punt blocked with 434 left in the game and you had 10 guys on the field 
for the final field goal. Wonderfully coached game, just like last year in Green Bay. When he decides to kick the field goal and not go for it, okay. Or they give up seven going into halftime last year's NFC title game. Well-coached team. You know, the best thing ever happened to Matt LaFleur is that Aaron Rodgers is on that team because he'll take the brunt of the shit. But when you have 10 guys on the field in the snow, how do you know you don't block that with the 11th guy? Just in case you're keeping score, 11 dudes do play on the field at one time, not 10. Oh, wait, maybe in Green Bay they play 10. That dude, how about this? Then you would say that about Peyton Manning. Peyton's 14 and 13 in the postseason. You think he over or underachieved? Yeah, but he's got two Super Bowls. Yeah, that Bronco team dragged his ass to that second title. He was a non-factor on that team. He was a non-factor. Von Miller, remember, he was the MVP of that Super Bowl. wasn't anything. Man, it wasn't even close to that thing. Okay? It's the damn Vax. I'm with you, bro. How are the Rams going to score on that 49er team? Matt Hatter, man, that's going to be one whale of a game. By the way, Kyle Shanahan has never lost to uh, Sean McVay. (laughs) Dude owns paperwork on that guy. Hey, owns paperwork. Hey, Keith, 13 seconds. Check this out. I said this in the first hour. Guys, it took 13 seconds for the Kansas City Chiefs to score on Buffalo in OT. It took the Cowboys 14 seconds to run that last shitty play that they called with Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy and Dak running it. What? What? What are you talking about? Wait a minute. I'm going to say that again to you. The Cowboys called that one stupid play in the middle of the field. It took them 14 seconds. And in overtime, Mahomes goes up the field, 13 seconds, couple plays, it's in the end zone. Kelsey in the corner, touchdown, game, set, match. See you at Arrowhead next week for the AFC Championship game. Good night. Oh, and just in case you're keeping score, the AFC runs through Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City, just in case you forgot. Um, Bobby says the Chiefs are proof that you need a few criminals on your team to win. Amen. You don't win championships with choir boys. I'm all over that. Congratulations to you. You guys are just figuring that out? Yeah. You you, you got to have a few of them dudes with a couple dents in the fender. Peyton went to four Super Bowls. How many has Rodgers went to? Hey, Flex. How many has he won? Two? Okay. Great. Jim Plunkett won two. (laughs) Jim Plunkett's got two Super Bowl rings. Congratulations. He's Jim Plunkett. (laughs) Oh, man. Holy cow. I I am so doing this. All right, let's do this here. After what we saw Sunday night.
The price tag has just gone up for Deshaun. Yeah, what about the rate? I don't care. What about the section? I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, but we're still, I, I don't care. I want to win. I don't care. Hey, by the way, if the Eagles have to pay some of those chicks off, I don't care. What's the price tag now? It's gone up. Yesterday's price is not today's price. How you doing? Well, you must know what California's going through right now, brother. Loaf of bread? I feel like I'm back in Europe during the war. Price of bread. 7,000 shilling. <laughs> I just want to buy some white bread. White, white. I don't know. Sorry. Just in case anybody wants to make a racial thing out of that. I'll say Italian bread. Is that fair? Okay. <laughs> How much are you paying? Let's do this here, man. We got seven minutes to come up with a price. NFC East Beast. Three ones and a kidney. Hey, you just you just led me to a good place here. Okay. Three ones in Howie Roseman's left nut. Fair enough. Let's see here. <laughs> Price, I don't care. Thank you. East Candom, that's where I'm at. I will not be extorted. <laughs> you won't be, really? Well, then you'll sit in the basement in the East or in the NFC. Got Jalen. <laughs> Blake check. Oh, shit. Watch this. Okay, I'll pay you $42 million at three ones. Whatever, whatever, whatever you want. And do me a favor. Take Cox, too. Thank you. Take Fletcher, too. Just give me back a draft choice for him, and I'll pay 70% of his salary. Oh, no, I'll give you Hertz, too. Okay, I'll throw Hertz into this. A rent-a-car deal? No, no. Jalen. <laughs> He's a good – hey, by the way, can I say this to you? You know why Texans and Nick Casario, the general manager, would be open to this? What a better guy to go into Houston and to give the community a different feel about a high-character guy when there were questions about the last guy. You bring a high-character guy in there in Jalen. Right? You got Jalen Hurts, three ones. I'm not doing better. I'm not well, what else do you want? <laughs> I feel like I'm I feel like I'm in the movie draft day. And I'll take your punt returner. You want Jalen Rager? You can have him. Sills, Jimmy G or Deshaun. Ooh. I'm done, Deshaun, man. But if you gave me the ladder, if I had to, I'd take Jimmy G. 39 and 15 and one. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Dan is being mean to Jalen. Oh, I'm so mean. Dan's being a meanie. Watson blew a 24 nothing lead against the Chiefs in the playoffs and lost 41-24 in playoffs. Is that clutch? So 
Riley, you think Jalen Hurts is better than Deshaun Watson? Chris, you think that price tag is going to be cheap after what you saw on Sunday night? I don't think so. So what Howie thinking that Rager could be are T. Hill due to the speed? I don't know what he's thinking with that guy. That guy'd be running my mail, not routes for me. Hey, Jalen, do me a favor. Run the mail from the mail room to the scouting room to the coaching staff. It's about all the routes you know because you surely don't run decent routes on the field. And by the way, go to Gino's and, and, and get me and get me a sandwich. Hey, BF, that's probably the best description I've ever heard for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is an all-time great. He's just a douche. Okay. Okay. I love how everybody you see people in the media now what they're saying about Rodgers, too. You know, maybe it's just time for Green Bay to move on. To what? Jordan Love? Don't you think they would have done that by now? Can I can I can I say something to you too? I want to show you guys something. Let me add this up here. Where's that list? Okay, here it is. 13 and 11. And 11 and 10. Okay. Oh, no, because that's 12. It's 13. Guys, you want to hear something? So between Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, over the last 30 years, 30, 30 years of quarterbacking, you know what the Packers' postseason record is? 23 and 21. Two Super Bowls. In 30 years. 23 and 21. With Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers for the last 30 years. <laughs> There's two games over 500. That blows. And I'm talking about, would we say, two of the top 12 quarterbacks of all time. Two of the top 12 quarterbacks of all time, at least numbers-wise, combined are 23 and 21 over the 30-year NFL campaign. 30 seasons. They're 23 and 21. <laughs> I, I, I think that point, I mean... Look, Montana and Young were exceptional. There were five titles in that run between Joe and, and Steve. Five titles, all the conference championship games that the 49ers were in. They got their money's worth with those two guys. Big Chris goes underachieve. Big Pickett says, not overrated. Do you ever see Favre play? Hey, Amen. 23 and 21. I started to show up by saying this. I want one of those. <laughs> I want one of those things that I saw last night.
okay? Kevin Frazier, Ice Cube this week. we got a bunch of people are going to step in with us as we get ready for the NFL Conference Championship weekend. I mean, we're going to have a boatload of folks from all the teams, too. We're trying to work on Jerry Rice as well. So, yeah, this ought to be a great week here. We'll talk more about free agency, too. We'll talk with more experts about free agents that will be out there. Trying to build this team up. We'll get Seth Joyner back on again with us. So, again, guys, please hit the like button. You were sensational once again till tomorrow, 4 to 6. We shall see you on the flip side. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.